You, my friend, are listening to The Happy Hearthstone, the longest-running Hearthstone podcast in the history of space and time and cards. This episode, as always, is brought to you by wonderful viewers just like you. Thank you so much, Eric E., Wicked Good, Jonathan B., James W., Avantes, and all the other patrons, especially our producers, Number Theory and Menok, for making this show possible. If you'd like to show your support and get some great perks for yourself along the way, visit the Patreon page at patreon.com slash thehappyheartstone stone and be sure to check out the show notes for this episode and all the past episodes over at the happy hello and welcome to episode 212 of the happy hearthstone i am guy grumpy your host for the show and this week we are joined by the founder and editor of ace game guides arend hello did i say that right yep perfect how are you doing today Merry Christmas. I'm good. Yeah, you too. Uh, I'm doing good. So I just woke up. Good. <laughs> yeah, time zone differences has made this a little bit of a challenge uh, logistically, but uh, I'm glad to have you on. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, your site, Ace Game Guides, today, uh, What, how you were inspired to create it, uh, where you're going in the future, and then get into a little bit more about the future of Hearthstone in general as well. So kind of looking forward to that. But before we get there, this wouldn't be the happy Hearthstone without sharing a little bit of what brings us joy. Uh, so for me, I made it to Legend and Wild for the first time since August. It's been a while, so that's always a good oh, feeling. Nice. I'm going for a double Legend uh, finish um, up to Diamond 4 in Standard. So fingers crossed we still have enough time. What about you? Um. Well, a bit more uh, family-related than Hearthstone-related. That's perfect. <coughs> uh, well, yesterday I finally got to see my family again for like the first time since March or something. So, oh wow, I was very Due happy to about COVID that. restrictions. <laughs> yeah, we basically the entire country's in lockdown still, but we had an exception for Christmas. So, uh, oh, nice! Finally and got to go over for the uh, fans uh, listening. Um, what country are you from? I'm in the Netherlands currently. In so. the Netherlands. Nice. Yep. Well, it has. it's always nice to share the holidays with family. So getting to see them, especially when it's been so long, other than just a Zoom call, uh, has to be a big boost to your spirits. And hopefully yeah, sure. we're coming to the end of this <laughs> trying time. Uh, something like that, yeah. I think we're stuck here until like July or something at least, so. Yeah, it's going to take a while for all of the uh, vaccines to propagate and people to reach herd immunity. But uh, I don't know. There's still something about getting to see family this time of year that gives some hope, I think. Definitely. All right. So let's transition to Ace Game Guides. So can you tell us a little bit about what that is, what it inspires, what or what inspired it, et cetera? Sure. So for people who aren't familiar with the site at all, uh, we basically just produce high-level content for Hearthstone to start with. Um, we're going to be expanding to other games too in the future, but Hearthstone is like where our roots are. So, Yeah, I see you have a few places where you talk about uh, some other games, but Hearthstone yeah. is definitely the majority of the content. I, I think like 70 out of like 80 stories on the site are Hearthstone, so... It's easy and it's updated it. pretty regularly with uh, deck guides and meta yep. reports and things. So that's very helpful. And both for, uh, or actually for three uh, 
modes, right? You have Battlegrounds, Wild, and Standard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're going to be doing duels too at some point, but it's really hard to find someone who's actually good at duels. So that's been put on hold for a while. Um, but besides that, like it all started back in last July mm-hmm. um, when I quit my sort of real job because I was going to be stuck here for so long. Um, mm-hmm. Basically, I've been creating content for Hearthstone and other games in the esports world for a very long time. So doing something for myself was going to happen eventually, and this was a pretty good time to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been creating like uh, Hearthstone content with really good players for a long time, uh, at first for other sites. So... For example, like Norwis, who's like really good at standard Hearthstone. He's like always rank one or something. But he, mm-hmm. he doesn't speak English well enough to create content from by himself. So I've always helped him out create content for uh he always plays like a really weird two deck, so people are always very interested in learning more about that. So that's how that's yeah, it's really it's really great that you're translating then for for those players uh who don't have the the reach necessarily you give them reach and uh, then provide them some visibility sounds great Mm -hmm. and so you started with standard and with uh, some of that uh but it sounds like you quit your job are you doing this uh full time then uh sort of i I don't have another job but that's mostly because i'm living at home now with my dad so i have like actually zero expenses so oh nice i i don't need a job right now but we have a bunch of savings in case we have to like keep doing this um we're up to like 25 people helping us now so i think i think we're gonna be doing this for a while um very big yeah, good. and there are names that I recognize as I look through the site uh, authors mm-hmm. uh, uh, so yeah uh, I it definitely is a, a site that I wasn't aware of until uh, you had reached out um, that I, I think is a great resource for for anyone that wants to participate mm-hmm. and I I'm especially thankful like I had mentioned in the uh, what brings us joy section uh, since I just reached wild legend it's really great to find another resource with uh, wild content because there's really not a whole lot uh, out there yeah for sure I think we're one of the only sites that actually creates uh, content for wild I know some other sites let like the community post on there um, like Reddit, like some of the bigger sites, but nobody actually like produces content that doesn't exist yet. So, mm-hmm. or maybe some um, individuals, uh, and then like Tempo Storm, of course. You know, there, yeah, exactly. there's definitely some some out there, but you know, a lot of times uh, because those are the same people that are creating that content, um, you'll end up getting a lot of repeat information from month to month. So if you're really starved for information, having a bunch of different resources to go to is is really great. And it looks like you've been taking a a better approach on Battlegrounds as well, where a lot of those sites that cover Hearthstone really just focus on the latter formats, but you've got some some really great Mm -hmm. Battleground content as well. Yeah, I'm sure we'll talk about it more later, but there's a super interesting stat that I got from Hearthstone Replay where mm-hmm. more than half of the games being reported right now by them are about Battlegrounds, which is oh, really? absolutely insane. 
Like Battlegrounds right now is bigger than standard Hearthstone. <laughs> Which is that, like that does surprise me. Yeah, that that was unbelievable when I first heard it. So that's like basically that day I started looking for Battlegrounds people to help me out because I'm like mm-hmm. I, I'm okay. I'm like eight thousand points. Um, oh wow! So it's not bad, but it's like it's very far from being um, from being at the top. So, so battlegrounds is one that's really interesting to me, and this maybe kind of gets into some of the future of uh, Hearthstone. Uh, that I, I have seen a lot of people transition to the battlegrounds, and in a lot of ways, it seems like more of a tournament-based uh, mode because although there is RNG, obviously, um, it seems a bit more controlled. Um, yeah, if it has sure. more of a board game feel, and um, yeah, so I, I see a lot of content creators moving towards the battlegrounds, but I, I didn't expect that it would be it would be overshadowing uh, the latter yeah. formats. So basically, the idea of battlegrounds is that it's it's less intensive to play than standard Hearthstone. Mm-hmm. It's like there's just like sometimes an entire minute where you just don't need to pay attention to your screen. So that makes it just way more relaxing to play. So a lot of people mobile um, prefer playing that game right now. And then there's the whole cost issue that Hearthstone has that I'm not sure we want to get into because that's (laughs) kind of a painful discussion. But like Battlegrounds is effectively free. Um, And now that the rewards and the missions and stuff actually work with Battlegrounds, it's just going to keep growing even more, which is fascinating to me because like it's it's like a year or two old like it's basically nothing compared to standard hearthstone but just everyone seems to love it and it's really been taking a completely separate like when it first was released there were a lot of familiar um units right like they were based on the the cards that you can play in hearthstone but since then all the new content has been new and unique to the battlegrounds which i'm not sure how i feel about that i kind of liked that link back to the main game yeah i definitely agree with that i i think it made sense for a while to do that but i also think like hearthstone's cards are limiting compared to what Mm -hmm. um battlegrounds can do yeah. So I definitely, I, I definitely like that they eventually went out of it. But I think if I was like on the design team, I probably would have hold, held off on that a little bit longer, right? Like you can like slightly adapt like normal Hearthstone cards just to keep people more familiar. But I mean, maybe they just don't need to because it's already so big, right? So they just wanted to create right. yeah. more content than they did before. That's true. It's just funny as I do the Dark Moon set re- reviews, then I'm looking at some of those cards and thinking, oh, that could be fun in uh, in the Battleground format or something like that. Anytime there's a tribal card, you just start to think of how you might use it in other ways. So that's it's yeah, interesting. Sure. And I'm, I'm glad that you're, you're covering that and that you have an eye on duels. I haven't uh, had a lot of experience in duels, um, but I have seen a lot of people, you know, pick it up and a few people pick it up and really run with it and make it their main format. Not nearly to the extent that Battlegrounds has, but I think a lot of that could also be attributed to there is a constructed feel to it, but it hasn't 
it hasn't really gotten the support from uh, from sites to give you the deck lists yet. Um, yeah, so I mean, I'm excited to hear that. That's Neon coming. site covers a lot of it. That's like the main Neon site. site? Uh, Hearthstonedex.net. Oh, okay. They, they basically cover every single 12 win list. Oh, um, mm-hmm. So that's really interesting. I'm, I'm like super fascinated with the site. I'm not here to talk about that, but <laughs> I, I really like how much work he puts into everything that he does. That's So you're taking some inspiration from that and. Oh, no, I, I would never do that. That's awful. I think he's like actually working the entire day. I, I don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that sounds a little uh, a little too much investment then. Yeah, basically. But Duel, Duels is interesting. I think Duels has so much potential to actually become a good game mode, but I think it just needs like it needs so much more time than it has now. Like I, I think when they released it, it didn't make sense to me. I think they didn't in my opinion, they didn't test it enough because certain things were just absolutely broken, which really and just ruined the game mode for me. Um, now, they did make some changes recently to it. Did that address the concerns that you had uh, somewhat? And ha- have you t- tested it again since? No, not yet. Like the recent Demon Hunter nurse and the Warlock change patch was really good for it. I definitely mm-hmm. think that improved a lot of it, right? But... I don't know. I think they need to address balance so quick in that game mode, which just... I'm not sure if that's actually going to work out. Yeah. Like, certain classes just don't exist right now, which is just sad. A funny story on, on the uh, Demon Hunter changes. I had a run going with a Demon Hunter when that change happened. Oh, uh, no. And it did affect your existing decks. Uh, so it didn't cancel out of it. I still got my 12 wins with it, but I got to 11 wins before I dropped my first one. So, oh. and it was, I, I definitely would have won if I had the, uh, if it was pre nerf. So I kind of kicked myself for not finishing that off and getting the achievement. But. Fair enough. And on the timing of duels, uh, it's also a little bit weird that they announced basically when they announced that duels were coming, uh, that they're coming out with another game mode uh, in this phase, right? So presumably before the end of the Hearthstone year in April. Um, Any thoughts on what that is or uh, thoughts on the timing compared to duels? Um. So April's an interesting time because people are going to start getting out of lockdown by then. I'm not sure if like that totally makes sense because like people are going to be working a lot next year because everyone's mm-hmm. going to be broke, right? So <laughs> right. Fr- from like a content perspective, like I'm really worried about next year because there's just going to be far less attention on everything basically. But I don't know. Maybe that makes it a good time to release a game because you get like a few months of like basically time to test before like the next holidays. So you have like a six month run before like hmm. it can be interesting for sure. But I, I don't know. I haven't heard anything about the new game yet. I don't think they've leaked practically anything. So yeah, it's just it could be fun to speculate. I was just seeing if uh, you know you had any ideas of where it might be going or where Hearthstone might be going in general uh, by then. I, I'm 
I hadn't even really thought about the coming out of lockdown and how that's going to affect the player base. Uh, so that's a, a whole entirely new uh, thing to blow my mind. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I think a lot about the future because that's what's going to be important for me the next like six, eight months. Um, right. I have like six more months before I have to get like an actual job again mm-hmm. or, or my distance an actual job, but we're not quite there yet. So. We'll see. Okay, so what do you see as coming in the next six to eight months for you? So the next months, I want to at least double the amount of content we've put out so far. So since July, we've put out almost 80 stories. Um, so I'm pretty happy with that already. But I think we want to do like a story every two or three days over the next wow. six months. Uh, I think we should be more than capable of doing so. Right, we have like our first actual paid writers now on the team. Um, I, I don't know if people know that, but everyone on the site gets paid in revenue, or they get paid in other ways, just like straight up uh, per article money. But I know a lot of sites actually don't pay their writers, which is insane to me. But that was like a big priority for me when I first started the site. That's really important. Uh, I know with uh, my experience in Hype Horizon, we brought on a staff writer uh, just to have someone that we could, you know, we mm-hmm. we had a consistent quality and you can kind of guarantee that when you're paying people for the content, you can take it back and do some editing or yourselves or push it back to say, hey, this isn't quite what we're looking for. Can you uh, redo it? So I, I'm fully a proponent of paying people for their content as well. Um, you know, obviously there's some other ways that you can pay uh, with, um, yep. you know, shared content creation. Uh, like I, mm-hmm. I will hope to be able to participate in writing some articles for your site and stuff. Just, uh, you know. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to be doing something to promote the podcast. So be on the lookout yeah. for that in the next like week or two. I'm sure we'll get something Perfect. done. So apart from doubling the amount of articles, are you looking at uh, different different article types or uh, different, you know, content? Um, so how much do you want to get into the numbers? Because I'm not sure if everyone cares about hey, that. Hey, numbers are always fun. I'm good. Okay. So just some numbers about like our first six months. We just passed 150,000 views for the year. Wow. Which is like, it, it, it's really good to, for a new site, but it's like nothing compared to Right. Like what I did for work previously. Um, I used to work at Daily Esports, the news site, oh, and mm-hmm. some other places. But we did like one million a month there. So it's, wow. it's like when I compare it to that, it's like absolutely nothing. But for a new site, like 150,000, it's really good. Um, so I'm really proud of that and how the team has done so far. Um, so as for content, I definitely want to just expand Battlegrounds a lot. I'm like, almost daily just talking with new people and trying to get more people on board to create content. Um, one example of that is Tenacity. It was like one of oh, the mm-hmm. few um, streamers who has actually promoting his own content before. Mm-hmm. So I, I've talked with him and I'm gonna I'm helping him uh, edit his articles better. And we're just putting those on the site for free because I thought the quality of the content was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but yeah, like the writing quality wasn't good, but like the information quality was really good. So right. I think we're really good together. And so far the response to that's been pretty great. Uh, besides that, I, I mean, I want to get into duels, right? Like we had mm-hmm. one duels guide or two duels guides when the first the game first came out. And that's like one of our highest performing articles on the entire site. Um, if you base it on Google. But that's like yeah. really interesting to me. People are definitely starved for information there, I think. I I always go looking for something and then just end up, you know, creating something myself and uh yep. getting my three wins and bailing. <laughs> yep. I find that I get a little bit frustrated, you know, certain uh, treasure combinations or things just seem unbeatable and then I'll just uh, yeah, but... retire and start over again. And that's what cycle. I like to. Uh, I don't <laughs> so know. So if, someone, if someone wanted to help out, how would they, um, how would they engage? Um, if they, they had duels content that they wanted to create or battlegrounds content uh, at, Mm-hmm. the level that you know would be useful sure so we have the discord i'm like almost 24 7 in the discord so you can always find me there if you want to work on something um starting next year i'll be doing a lot of free content as well it's so like there's a lot of people who don't want ads on their content which mm-hmm. uh, yeah sure it makes sense but it's like at some point we're like trying to pay some bills with this too Right. So, right. So that's going to be an option. Um, We have like a work with us tab in a Discord with my email and other contact information. Uh, So if you're good out there and you're like good at deals, like please let me know. Uh, I'll pay a lot of money to make content. And we'll be be sure to put the links to contacting you uh, in the show notes. So if anyone is interested in joining the Discord or uh, reaching out to Arend uh, directly, uh, we'll have that that contact information available to you. Sounds good. Um, So besides the duels content, like Battlegrounds, right? I'm looking Mm -hmm. to put up like close to 100 Battlegrounds stories in the next six months. Uh, So it's going to be like, almost the main focus of the site. Like we're still going to keep up with wild and I still want to expand more in standard, but standard is so hard to find the right people for. Cause like right. standard has such a higher quality of content than wild has mm-hmm. because there's just so many more people playing it and creating content for it. So that's just mm-hmm. a whole higher standard that I want to reach with that. So it's like, I've been really specific about who I want to work with in that space. Um, and just like at the current budget, there's just certain people that I'd love to get on the site that I just can't realistically afford. So mm-hmm. that's something we've uh, held off on more than I would like. But we're going to be changing that soon. That's for sure. And I think that that makes sense to be a little slower on too, because the standard, there's so many resources out there that people have access to. Uh, when you when you touch on these others, there's not quite as much that so you can be among the first for duels or uh, battlegrounds to create that much content. Like, uh, I mean, that's a significant increase in the amount of content than I've seen really anywhere covering battlegrounds from what you were talking about. So, um, yeah, exactly. So I'm really excited to see that. And my my girlfriend 
predominantly plays Battlegrounds. So I'm sure she's going to be really excited to see that as well. Um, and and yeah, that explosion should be should be good. And information is always valuable. So I'm excited to see where you go with that. Yeah, for sure. It's just one of the big things. Uh, besides that, I think next year we're going to start with expanding into other games. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not quite sure how we want to do that yet, but there's like a lot of new games. I feel like there's an opportunity to at least put out some content for them. Right? Mm-hmm. Like the goal with the site is always going to be to cover a lot of different games. Right? Because, well, I mean, it sucks to say, but like Hearthstone on its own is not sustainable long term. Mm-hmm. Right? I see a lot of sites that are just dedicated to just Hearthstone, but I don't know. Like, uh, I have a really bad opinion of what Hearthstone has done for a long time. So, I I don't know if I see Hearthstone being around in like five or ten years. Just ah, uh, see. <laughs> so that that's an interesting uh, perspective. Since at the beginning of the year, they had that Hearthstone. Uh, summit where they brought in a bunch of content creators and everybody yep. coming out of that said that they're set for the next five years at least. So uh, uh-huh. just with the amount of content and what they've been doing, I think uh, we talked about it a little bit last time with Venga Dragon. I, I think that they've kind of been setting it up for um, more for those casual players like you know myself uh, that enjoy the themes maybe more so than the mechanics and uh you can you're kind of having more story based so i think hearthstone is going to be around for quite a while it just might look different especially on the competitive side so and that seems to be more uh what you're uh mm-hmm. looking to focus on um i mean we didn't talk about the other games that you're you're looking at adding first but um it, i'm kind of guessing that you're with your experience in esports that it's more competitive games yeah, basically just anything. Um, so I recently Cyberpunk came out, so I was planning on creating content for that, but then, well, the, the game was a little bit too buggy to make yeah. that happen. So that feels well, That's interesting then, because uh, that would have been a little outside of the scope that I would have thought, uh, just because it's more single-player content. And um, so... You know, then you're looking more at game guides than uh, necessarily strategy articles, right? Yeah, I mean, basically anything uh, how-to related, right? Like how-to is like the most searched thing on Google. So mm-hmm. <laughs> definitely want to just expand on that more. But back to the like, what I think about Hearthstone. I think standard Hearthstone is unsustainable, which is... I think an opinion that Reddit really shares, but not a lot of other people do. Because right? like mm-hmm. the casual players have been paying for Hearthstone at this price point for so long, so like maybe it isn't unsustainable. But like for me, like it, I think last ex- well, I quit for a while, but I, basically I quit for a couple months before I started Ace Game Guides, and I had to pay nearly two hundred dollars to get back to a playable collection. Right? Like, just that number is so insane. And, like, I'm an idiot, so I paid up money, right? Because, like, I don't know, I wanted to play Hearthstone. But it's like, how many people who, like, casually played Hearthstone at some point quit the game for a season or two or an expansion or two and then just cannot come back into the game? 
because it's just so I, expensive. I, I feel like they've addressed some of that in the way that they have the uh, the years set up. So you might miss um, you might miss a season or two, but I think a lot of a lot of that has kind of calmed down to where people will play for shorter periods of time. Uh, Put it down, pick it back up. There, there's a lot of casual uh, play where you don't need to have full collections or even the super competitive collections uh, that that can keep that sustained. So you don't necessarily have to spend the two hundred dollars, and they're finding ways that they can make that a little bit easier to to get back into. Uh, maybe the battle pass isn't the the answer uh, quite uh, yet, but I mean, uh, I think yeah, the battle pass more things have controversial opinions on but we'll get yeah. that but I, th- I think they can fix that um uh but you know the duplicate protection has made it a lot easier yeah for um, sure that was the best yes. change they've ever made i i, t- I totally agree uh so <laughs> um i mean it, it basically i buy a full set um uh, each expansion and and that cut my my costs significantly once the epics were uh duplicate protected yeah that's so. very nice like that and, and that's all been in that's... the last year too so was it okay yeah i think that was over the summer last last year okay so back to back to the battle pass for a moment um yeah yeah reddit's gonna hate me for this Right, I've talked with this with like a lot of the creators on the site. Like, we held off on making an article about why the battle pass is actually a good thing, because we thought there was just so much outrage about it that it wasn't worth it. Um, mm-hmm. But now we're gonna just talk about it on the podcast, so it's okay. Um, <laughs> the battle pass is act like it was so long necessary and a good thing for most of the player base. But Reddit is still butthurt about it because they didn't get enough. Um, before this, like missions and stuff did not work for the other game modes. Right? right. So like 70% or something of the Hearthstone community, which is like your arena, your battlegrounds, your other games, just never got something from the quests. They had to go into a game mode they didn't want to play to get the rewards. So a change like this was inevitable, in my opinion. And I, I don't think the rewards were like that bad. But it's like most people who are playing Battlegrounds now get thousands of gold more. Right? It's mm-hmm. so like they can actually fund um, Battlegrounds Battle Pass now. Or like Rewards Pass or Perks. I, I don't know what to call it. But you can now fund that through the Battle Pass by just playing Battlegrounds. Which you couldn't before. Oh yeah, I didn't. I didn't even realize you could buy the battle pass with gold. So that is that is great to know. Yeah, I, I think that's just like they just made that change to make that even more accessible. Because mm-hmm. like I think something like that or wild too. I have so many opinions about wild. Um, again, I just don't know how much you want to get into things, but. Hey, we have time. Go ahead and get into. Sure. Uh, this is your time. You're you're All my right. guest. I want to hear your opinions on things. <laughs> sure. So let's get back to the battle pass first. Uh, the change they made was like insane. That people are happy about that. Because like, if you were actually outraged about it first, then it doesn't make sense if you're happy with it now. Right. 
Um, basically, they said in the blog post that the rewards you got were basically already planned. You were already going to get those, but now you just get them up front. Right? And for some reason, people are happy about it now. You get the exact same thing. You just get a little bit more now. And all of a sudden, there you go. Your outrage is now over. Well, you get it a little bit faster, I think, is the big part, is that it didn't feel great uh, once you had reached like level 30, um, yeah. that your daily quests weren't getting you to the next level. And the next level might just be a pack, not even you know gold that you can get whatever pack you wanted. So there was, there's definitely a feel like it wasn't getting as yeah, it, much. It feels better. And now, I agree with that. And now once you're after level 50, uh, then the rewards start coming. You make those levels a lot faster and it feels uh it actually feels pretty good even if you run the numbers and find out that oh it's still not a one-to-one relationship like i don't get 50 gold for completing a quest like i used to um at least you're able to get back to that 100 uh, gold that you might have been getting regularly uh, like i was um through yeah your normal that's another thing <laughs> I, I don't know how people can play as much Hearthstone to win 30 games a day. But let's just. Yeah, well, I was factoring in 60 of that being for um, for the the quest, right? That you'd always ah, reroll the 50s, try to get 60. And then you only need 40 gold. So that's just, yeah. what, 12 games. Um, that, that, that makes more sense. I can definitely do yeah, that. Yeah. But I know some people who like complete the 100 gold every single day. I just worry about them. <laughs> right. I did it once. Uh, one time I got the message that uh, I wasn't eligible for anymore. And I was I was surprised that I hit it. But it was, you know, one of those days when you're traveling and yep. uh, sitting in airports all day, all day. There's nothing else to do. You just plug in and play. <laughs> That's for sure. But yeah. Yeah. I, I couldn't imagine doing that regularly for sure. Oh, that's can't be healthy, but sure. So what were we at next? We had Wild, right? Wild, yes. So if Hearthstone is going to succeed, right? Which I, I, I really want to believe that it's going to succeed long term because like so many people love the game and they're doing, right? Like Battlegrounds is such a good thing to add to the game. Um, so I think Wild should be part of that strategy. Um, so Blizzard's problem with Wild is that it's unmonetizable. Sort of, um, because like once you have like the initial collection, you just don't spend that much money on the game. So, in my opinion, they should add some kind of rental system to get like a wild collection. You can make like ten, twenty, thirty dollars a month, like uh, whatever they think is reasonable, um, and just get more people into the format and actually support it that way. Because then I'll think they'll actually. Um, retain a lot of the player base who doesn't have that much money to spend. Right? And at like a monthly cost, they have like this recurring revenue that they um, want, like from standard. That's, That's an my... interesting thought. Although, uh, recent analysis by Slizzle, I'm not sure if you're familiar with him, but he's uh, yeah. 
he's one of the predominant wild players, I would say. Uh, he found that there's, you know, re really not that many cards that are used in the competitive decks. So it's not as difficult to get into as you might think. Um, there is still definitely an investment component to that. But if you have a lot of standard cards and you want to make the switch to wild, maybe during a rotation or something like that, uh, yeah. then you can get rid of a lot of cards that just aren't used in, uh, in the wild format. And the wild decks tend to stay a little bit more, or at least the archetypes tend to stay a little bit more um, stagnant from year to year. So, uh, like Secret Mage is always going to be around. Uh, there's always going to be, you know, the discard lock. Um, I know. Things like that, that if you have a basic small number of cards for the three or four decks that you're going to play on a regular basis, then uh, it's not that not that difficult to keep up with the new cards because uh, there's not a whole lot each set that make it their way into those uh, wild decks. Exactly. That's why Blizzard doesn't want you to play Wild. <laughs> Although, if they promoted Wild, then there's a lot of people that are afraid to play Wild because they there is this perception that, oh, there's six years worth of stuff that I don't have and I just started playing, so there's no way I'll ever get into that. Uh, it yeah, exactly. would actually you know, drive them to buy some of those older packs, uh, see what was there, um, you know or do the conversion of their standard cards. And if they decide to go back to standard, then they'll need to recraft those or buy new packs again. So sure. I, I feel like there's still some ways that they can, uh, they can make that um, without adding another subscription component to it. <laughs> no, I, I'm just talking about it from like a business yeah. perspective. I think wild is super accessible if you actually look at it, but I think that's also the exact reason Blizzard doesn't want to support it. Because like the average wild player just spends far less money right now than the average standard player. So that's why I want them to add something to make it like viable for them to promote the format. Because like as of right now, we don't even have like a tournament anymore. Right? So if they actually get some form of having revenue where they just give you access to all of these like expensive legendary cards and stuff, so you can actually you know, feel like you get something in return for it and like play this new game that I think is arguably better than standard. Um, I would say it's probably better than standard a lot of the time. Because in standard, a lot of the time, there's just one deck that's like incredibly strong. Uh, I guess a lot of times too. you get that in wild too. <laughs> like, yeah, Snap War was miserable. And I mean, uh, yeah. The Naga. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, well, it's unfortunate they've corrected some of that. It's just a shame that they unchained Raza. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was a big proponent for changing Raza back at some point, and then I feel like now it's just like been it's just been too oppressive for a long time. Mm -hmm. So I definitely want them to change it a little bit. I don't know if they, I want them to change Raza though. I think that's that's a thing. I, I feel like I kind of like Ross and then went together. I think they're cool. I think spawn of this off is a bigger problem, but I've been saying that for like two and a half years. So <laughs> sorry if you heard a dog snoring in the background. I don't know if you could hear that. Um, no, I couldn't. That's okay. great though. 
Yeah, I think maybe uh, like adding a tournament mode uh, where you get access to all of the cards for the tournament and it's just for the tournament would be would go a long way like most of the tournaments that they have actually all of the tournaments that they have they already give you a full collection to build the decks that you want so um yeah so having something like that that you bought into would be another way to monetize it and uh make the wild format popular um as well uh so even if it's not subscription based that's that two dollars or x amount of gold to enter attorney uh, would be really great but that's something that's been we've all been wanting for years now and had yeah, some hope I, I don't think getting added and then got removed they won't ever do that i'm sorry it's just like it, it's too punishing for uh the casual player right like the casual player doesn't care about a tournament or like the average casual player there's, there's a lot of casual players yeah, it's, I mean, there's a lot of, of modes that aren't for everyone, though. So I, I think there'd still be a lot of interest, maybe not as much on the wild side. But um, if you're going to implement it for standard, you might as well have it available in even That's battlegrounds, true. right? Yeah. I mean, I, I would love to see it, right? I I think I would, like I used to compete in like their open tournaments and everything. I spend a whole bunch of money flying around the world for that. Uh, just like it was so much fun just playing for tournaments at the time so i definitely want them to do like i want them to return that to be honest like i think the current open cup system is terrible but yeah yeah i'm i'm kind of hopeful that they'll they'll come up with a different way to do the masters tours although i honestly liked the the online uh versions of it where you didn't actually have to leave so i hope that they keep some of that um Granted, it would be exciting to travel and and see yeah. the world as well. But um, at the same time, the accessibility uh, factor. Oh, for sure. Is- I just like I want them to not have this current system where you have to play a single tournament for like up to ten hours in a day. That's just <laughs> right, right. insane to me. That people are so okay with that. Um, I just can't do that. Uh, I, I I don't know. I feel like I. If I was Blizzard, I would do something with um, esports, which is just—it's insane to me that they basically don't. Right? Like we have grandmasters, but honestly, there's like less than ten thousand people watching or something nowadays. Like for Hearthstone, yeah, several million player base. It's like it, it basically doesn't exist, and it's just like this like tool that they can just like show in front of you that says like, "Hey, we're doing something with esports." Like love us you know yeah and and honestly uh i mean i struggle with hearthstone as an esport in general it's like it's it's so different from magic where you you know have the sideboard and uh you know you go in with your expertise in one deck and i i think they really tried to to fix that that like i i think when they first developed hearthstone they didn't have it in mind as a very competitive thing. It was more of a supposed to be casual and fun. And it's maintained those roots all through its existence. But because people are excited about it and see it as a competitive game where you have to play other people, um, then it kind of evolved where they tried to do a few different things and they, they, it, it hasn't really been designed with that as the focus. And it would be nice if they could 
get that figured out maybe over a couple of year uh, time frame uh, so that they could be more of an esport. But um, I mean, it's still a competitive game and you can still build around it based on what they've done so far. But I feel like the format still uh, tends to drive drive away. Like some of the most interesting people uh, in the content creation spaces anyway are the people that focus on one class, right? Like they become oh, experts sure. in that. They know everything in and out. Uh, so when you take that to the competitive scene, it doesn't translate well because you have to be good at three classes or oh you're the the rogue expert we're going to ban your rogue so you have to play things that you may not be quite as comfortable with so uh you know i don't know how you fix that necessarily uh but i i feel like i feel like there's still i think there's still a lot that needs to happen under the back yeah they tried with the specialist format right i was like that's becoming um a single, yeah, the special like single class thing. I, I, I like the idea, yeah, of of the specialist, but I don't think it was the right time because we had a couple of um, a couple of decks that were uh, kind of overpowered and standard at the time. Uh, so then it led to really bad, um, really bad matchups because everybody's playing the same class and the same deck. Yep. Whereas, um. And I don't know how you solve that either. With uh, 10 classes, uh, it makes it really difficult to balance and make sure that everything is there. Although the last two, three sets, maybe, uh, we've seen a lot more balance in um, at least distribution of what people are playing on ladder. So maybe maybe that's the start to fixing it. Yeah, true. I think just from a like viewership perspective is what they need to focus on. Because I think the current... like. Grandmasters is just not that enjoyable to watch. I think Specialist wasn't either. Like I think Specialist was probably the worst viewing format because you basically played the same deck, like the same matchup a couple times in a row, which just I don't know. That never made sense to me. But I, I think from a marketing perspective, I would say that Blizzard needs to do something with esports because esports is just growing so insanely fast and i think they should be a part of it in some way i mean, uh, I mean blizzard definitely is like no. i mean activision blizzard as a whole with yeah, Call of duty and, uh, I, uh, I think Overwatch. they're in good with some things and then i feel like hurtson is just actually falling behind like i would even yeah. just like let other people actually host tournaments i'd be completely fine with that too but they don't do that so Although there has been more ground roots uh, tournaments as well for that, um, especially around battlegrounds. Battlegrounds has been like the better tournaments have been non-Blizzard events. Yeah, but they don't allow a lot of it, right? Yeah, that's true. That's true. But I don't know. I think battlegrounds is actually fantastic to watch. I'm not sure if you've ever like watched a battlegrounds tournament, but that's actually super interesting. I've even participated in a few. <laughs> oh, nice! But That's yeah, way I, better. I, I feel like it's just set up, especially now that there's lobbies. Um, like it was really difficult before you could you could set it up yourself, and but since the lobbies, it just seems like uh, the primary competitive uh, mode for Hearthstone. Yep. Like, 
if you wanted to do an esport, Battlegrounds is the better uh, way of doing that for. Oh, I'd be completely fine with that. Like if they just scrap like Grandmasters or something and just create like an open cup system, but like for Battlegrounds, I'd be super interested Mm -hmm. in that. I think that would actually be super good for the game. Because like that actually has such a low barrier of entry, right? It's like, what is it like $10 or something for the Battle Pass or like, or gold now that you can like actually get through the game mode. It's like, or it comes with the pre-releases, right? Oh yeah, that's true. Like you get it in so many ways. It's like, that's not even any barrier of entry really. So I, I would love to see them lean more into that, right? Cause like the traditional viewing format hasn't been, I mean, it, it was good for a while. Like when it was on Twitch, it actually did pretty well. Even Grandmasters did okay. Although I think, ooh, that's, um, I think they broadcast way too many hours and way too many games off Grandmasters from a marketing perspective. Because, like, they were basically online 24 7, which is, yeah. Like, who's going to watch something 24 7, right? <laughs> I mean, people might have it up, especially if there's drops enabled, right? But yeah, I mean, drops were like a fantastic idea. I think it, like, made their viewership actually go up really high. But then yeah, again, I don't know if like relying on giving people free stuff to just be in the stream is like <laughs> really <laughs> like wait to Especially see. when they aren't really there, right? Yeah, it, it's just like it's like putting up numbers, but they don't really mean anything if people aren't engaging with your actual tournament, right? Although when it was on Twitch, there was still engagement. No matter what time you went on, there's oh, yeah, the for chat sure. was constantly scrolling. So uh, it's just different people at, at all those times. So I think yeah. on Twitch they did it pretty well, but then they moved it to YouTube for some reason. I mean, they got an absolute insane amount of money to put it on YouTube, but Hearthstone was just sort of thrown in on the site. So yeah, yeah, it was more for the Overwatch League, right? Yeah, I think so. That and Call of Duty, I believe, also. Oh, Those right. are like the major uh, draws. And then, like, Hearthstone is just like, yeah, well, you can have it. I don't know. <laughs> like, why not? Right? Yeah. yeah. You're getting everything else. You might as well get that. Yep. Hmm. I don't know. I'm just, now I'm just thinking about, like, what a Battleground League would look like. Because I think that would actually be super interesting. You can do so much with that. Like, be so much better. I, I agree. That would be fun to watch over time. Like, oh, the last time these two teams faced, you know, get F2K versus. Uh, yeah, I don't know who the other big battleground streamers are, but could be a lot of fun. For sure, you could like ban a certain like tribe too, and then the game's all of a sudden like entirely different. That'd be super good. Uh, that would be really difficult to implement because there's eight people in the lobby, right? So it would just be a voting. Everybody puts in the one that they want to ban and then whoever, whichever tribe is the most banned. Yeah, maybe. Or you let like the community decide. Oh, but, there like, you go. <laughs> you get like a community vote and it's like everyone bans elementals because they're like terrible to watch. You know? <laughs> yeah. I can see that. I mean, listen, that, that hit us up like. We're, we're going to make this happen. <laughs> Probably not because they don't care, but 
that's okay. <laughs> I don't think it's fair to say they don't care, but uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of logistics there. Yeah. Uh, I would love to see them try something like that, though. I think like the Asian Blizzard teams are actually doing a lot. I think yeah, last night there, there was like a big uh, Battlegrounds tournament. Oh, I'm not sure if it was. I wasn't really? awake for it, but I think that did pretty well from the first like things I heard about it. So I would definitely and like to see them uh, invest in that more. They've, they've organized something for uh, Wild as well, where there's a a competition between um, China and the rest of the world in wild. So I don't know if you've followed that at all. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's a community tournament, right? That was, yeah, yeah. I don't think Blizzard was involved with that at all. But I, I yeah, that was really good. Was. I actually really enjoyed the Asia partner. Yeah. Nope. But maybe not. This one was way better than the last one, that's for sure. Uh, we were, I don't know if you were actually involved with all of that. So we'll. Yeah, no, I wasn't involved. Uh, although my teammate uh, Batmasil was uh, mm, participating. Yeah. Well, let's not uh, talk about that one. <laughs> um, hmm. All right. Well, I I really do appreciate you taking the time to to reach out and uh, yeah. be part of this. Uh, I learned a lot. I appreciate all the content that you put up on the Ace Game Guides, which uh, listeners can find at acegameguides.com. Uh, definitely check out the show notes. We'll have contact information for how to get in touch with uh, Rend. Uh, and if you have any uh, thoughts on where we're headed or how we can uh, improve the hearthstone community and uh, engagement with the, the blizzard team definitely uh leave a, a follow uh leave a comment on the uh, show notes as well arend is there anything else that you'd like to uh to bring up or say before we uh, let you enjoy the rest uh, of your christmas break no just like thanks for listening sorry it was so all over the place but that's just how my head works sometimes uh I, I'm I'm pretty hopeful for the future of Hearthstone. I think if they do, if they pursue Battlegrounds as much as they should, I think the game's going to be okay. But that's not like the most interesting to talk about if you just, you know, don't throw out any controversial opinions. So that's <laughs> definitely all it's fun though. Thanks for having me on. And that brings us to the card of the week. This week, I've decided to hit on one of the cards that was recently nerfed, the Voracious Reader. Well, it isn't my fault. I was given those cards. It was played with intention to draw three cards and without those cards that have been no nerf to the Voracious Reader in the first place. Wait a minute. Those cards weren't a problem in Skolomance, don't you think? It's a Demon Hunter 4 instance with Agra running rampant, a good neutral draw made the Demon Hunter OP in the first place. See, it's the Demon Hunter's fault. Yes, it is. No, it's not. The Demon Hunter nerfs were much deeper. It was way too good, but with all they fixed, they didn't need the reader in the first place. So it was Hunter then when they played their brand that they set up with their Polkelt hand as they dumped their hand and then drew three cards and set up their King Crush in the first place. So it's Hunter's fault. No, it isn't. Not at all. Check out the Gibberlings and Druid. When they played their hand to so quickly ramp, they can play all the cards that are in their hand. When the readers land to refresh their hand, they were simply the problem in the first place. 
So it's their fault? Yes, wait a minute. No, it's not. That deck wasn't present in the first place. Maybe it's just a problem with a neutral draw that many of the players think that they foresaw, and so they rushed to fix it for the player base who all like to play it in the first place. This has been the Happy Hearthstone. Thank you for listening. This podcast exists for you and is sustained by you. There are so many great ways to support what we're doing, and I just want to ask that if you enjoy the show, you consider making a contribution. Whether that's joining us on the Patreon at patreon.com slash thehappyhearthstone, reviewing the episode on iTunes or your other favorite podcast hosting site, or reaching out to be a guest on the show, we really do appreciate the support. As always, we'd love to know what you thought of the show and what you'd like to see added to future episodes. So check out the show notes for information on how to get in touch with me or the guests we've just had, or join the Discord for more direct access to the community. We'd love to see you. Much love, everyone.